Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the show. We are in full force again today. I'm looking out my window here. Sometimes I do the podcast in different places, kind of set up wherever I am feeling inspired. And today I'm at the house. I'm not in the studio. I'm at the house looking out my front window. Grass is cut. Looks good. Hopefully cut for the last time this season. Sunny day. Got a nice cup of coffee. I'm ready to talk. (laughs) So today... I wanted to continue with this um, discussion about time management. And last, the previous podcast, I put out, talked about time management as in budgeting your time based off of your priorities, like your, not just your overall priorities, but your, your immediate priorities. So in other words, when you go into work, there are certain things that have to get done that day, like writing the workouts for your clients or um, paying your bills if it's the day to do that. You know, things like that. Those kind of things got to get done right then and there, right now. And that's obvious, right? That's understandable. But what we don't see often, or often enough, is what happens when you do the, you have these planned things, these planned times to get things done. You know, because if I were to sit down and, and look at my day and I say, okay, I've got to get these things done before I can work on some of these other projects that are, you know, my three-year plan, my five-year plan, right? I don't, I need to work on that stuff. And even if I only get like an hour of it done, that's okay. But I can't, you know, can't spend all my time on there because I've got other things I've got to do that are due tomorrow or, you know. Uh, I've got clients coming in today. I need their workouts done. So all of these things are um, factors that, that that play into how you're going to you know lay out your day and what you're going to do. So let's say you have that, and and that's you know how I like to operate. I feel very good when I have these kind of lists, whether I physically write it down or it's mental. I go and I think, okay, I'm going to knock this out, knock this out, knock this out, and then I can look up. Things like, for example, this morning, um, there's a few things that I'm trying to get done uh, before I go into work. That things I have to do. So I had to write the workouts for my soccer team today, um, knowing that they just came off some, you know, uh, a tournament this weekend, and want to make sure that you know we're, we're recouping like we need to, but also, you know. Uh, I know it's going to be very cold out there today. I'm looking at, so I'm just trying to edit my workouts, what we're going to do today. So that's that's priority number one. Uh, for my clients, I've already got their workouts done, so I don't have to spend time on that. It's the first of the month. Um, got to pay rent and mortgage, done, okay? So these things are not, you know, getting those things knocked off the list. What What we don't, or what I then moved on to was looking at, some clothing options. So we're looking to do some a new clothing line, uh, put out some new uh, 
apparel for the winter and things like that. So those are things that we want to do and we, those are things that we're excited to do, but those were not things that I needed to wake up and spend two hours working on. In fact, I've spent about 30 minutes working on that prior to recording this and the problem, was, not the problem, but the, the fact of the matter is I got somewhat into it and then I got to a point where it came time for pricing and it kind of was more expensive than I want for this particular option. So back to the drawing board. Well, I don't have time to go back to the drawing board today. Rather than sit and try to finish that today, I will put that to tomorrow or the next day because that's not a top priority. We want to get that done, but that's not going to help me today or tomorrow. And those are that's great. And I and I, that's a really good way for me to stay on task, make sure everything gets done that needs to get done, and then have time to work on these other options. Now, the beauty of that is later today when I have some free time, I can go right back to the the clothing options and not have to worry about any any other kind of programming uh, because that's all done, right? Because I took the time to knock that stuff out early. Well, what happens when you sit down to do your programming or to do some of your things that are, you know, immediate or, you know, at least you're putting first on your priority list and you are not inspired. So obviously, <laughs> if it's things like paying the bills or writing the programs for your clients, those things have to get done. But then what about you, you, you have this three to five year plan of, of growing and scaling your business and venturing into other uh, other areas and you want to sit down and, and knock some of that out. I, I liken it to songwriting. Like I play music. A lot of you guys may or may not know that, but I, I, I like to play music and you know I haven't done a ton of that over the last you know few years, but I've been in bands most of my life and done a lot of fun stuff with music. But when it comes time to write a song, if I'm feeling it in my head, I'll go down and I'll sit down and I'll kind of jam it out. But if I were to carve out like an hour for songwriting in my day, it probably wouldn't go very well because to sit down, change gears and force yourself to be creative like that doesn't work very well for some people. And when it's a creative product project, it doesn't, I don't think it works very well that way at all. In other words, if you have things like writing your programs, which I know there's some creativity to that, but that's the job, right? That's that's what the job is that you do if you're a coach or trainer, um, what have you, group exercise instructor. But if you sit down and you write that, that's kind of cut and dry. You know what to do. You're going to go to that, go down your steps and get that done. Paying your bills, uh, you know, organizing things, making calls, emails. Those are things that obviously you got to get done, and that's pretty easy. You don't have to spend a lot of time and energy creating that kind of work. So when it comes to coming up with new programmatic ideas and new new ventures, that's where carving some time out for that can be very difficult. And so you might say, well, I'll put that off to where I can just sit down and relax and have plenty of time to think about it uninterrupted. And how often does that happen? How often do we have uninterrupted time to be able to do that? Very, very rarely. So the thought then becomes, how do I still be productive on those things even when I'm not feeling inspired? And even when I'm not trying to pigeonhole creativity? You know, uh, one of the things when, when Chelsea and I uh, first started dating, and you know, I 
told her I wanted to play guitar like on a Saturday. What do you want to do? Well, I'm going to play guitar for a little bit. Okay, well, I'll come over at noon. You know, you can play from 11 to noon and then we'll go out and do... And yeah, an hour of playing guitar would be fine. That would be sufficient amount of time for me to, you know, get that creative uh, uh, or get that, you know, out of my system, right? You know, enough to, to have the enjoyment and fulfillment of playing my guitar. But, but to sit down and say, okay, I've got an hour to create, go. You know, it, it doesn't turn on that way. And so, so what do you do? How do you get inspired? What, what do you need to do? Well, I had a conversation the other day. Um, a friend of mine is starting a life coach business and asked if I would help, um, you know, listen and, and have her go through like a consultation and kind of an, an initial appointment kind of um, scenario. And it was really interesting. And A, she did a great job, and, and I think she's going to be you know phenomenal at this. But B, <laughs> it got my you know creative juices flowing because we were talking about. I won't get into all the all the the details of how she structured her appointments. Uh, that's her thing. But uh, one of the things that we did mention, or one of the steps that we did take, was you know talking about you know, where I feel I'm not doing well or performing well. And it was about this. It's like when I, when I want to sit down and work and I have all these ideas for the business, but then I get sidetracked. And yes, you can easily get sidetracked with a lot of things, but sometimes those sidetracks can lead to other opportunities. And sometimes those, those other opportunities then make you feel, you know, creative in a way. So let, let me explain a little bit more specifically. The goal here for me is to write some, we're, we're writing some programs for um, our conditioning book and, and a couple of other different, you know, preset programs that we want to sell. And we've got it pretty much laid out, but I've still got to write it, still got to do the narrative, still got to, you know, come up with some, you know, uh, some other things for the book. And Lately, that's been a challenging, you know, endeavor. Just having time to sit down and do it, and having time to sit down, turn on that creative brain, and just go right. And so sometimes I've sat down. I'm doing that. I'm scrolling, you know, through to get some ideas or to reference a book, and then I get sidetracked on something else, and I go down this whole rabbit hole of a, of a topic, you know, whether it be online or in a journal that's completely unrelated to what I'm writing. And then at the end of the day, I feel bad about it because I'm like, man, I just wasted an hour where I could have been writing for my book. And now I don't have that hour. I won't have that hour again till for another three days or, or whatever. And then you're like, oh man, you just totally were. And you can feel bad. Or one, one way to kind of spark that you know, creativity I've noticed is that when your brain picks up on something and you're like, oh, wait a minute, whoa, that's what is stimulating your brain. That's what's actually sending a signal to yourself to say, hey, go down this rabbit hole. You know, check this out. This is where you need to be. So to give you a very specific example, as I'm writing this book, as I'm looking for, uh, particularly the other day, I was looking for some pictures. Um, I was looking for some pictures in my own um, photo album on my phone. And I'm scrolling through and I saw a picture, like a screenshot on my phone that I didn't remember I took. And I was like, what is that? And I looked at it 
And it was from a journal article that I had told myself, you know, I wanted to read at some point. And again, this was like over a year ago that I took that screenshot. And I was like, I didn't even remember that. So I looked at that. I'm like, oh yeah, that looked cool. So what did I do? I looked it up and I start reading. And then I go down this topic and blah, 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 blah. And there I know it's 45 minutes. And I was like, oh man, I only had like an hour and a half to work on this particular thing today. And I've wasted half the time on something that really didn't drive me to my goal. But here's the thing. What it did do was it got me excited. It turned my brain on. I started getting pumped up about, uh, you know, what, what I was reading. And as soon as I realized, okay, I got to get back to my work. My brain was already firing. My brain was already in this creative mode. And in that 45 minute time, I was able to knock out a ton of stuff that I may not have been able to do had my brain not been in that right frame of mind. And and, and the point of today's podcast, very very quick point is, when you're trying to be creative, when you're trying to sit down and plan those next few steps, if you sit down and force yourself to do it, sometimes that, that spark isn't there. And what you have to do to get in that spark is to do something that you enjoy, to get your brain in that mode of creativity that sparks that. And, and it's, it's not easy necessarily, but it can be done. And so for me, it's reading something else or, or, or looking at something else that I'm you know passionate about, even if it's not related, but that gets your brain. And then you pull your focus back and generally speaking, your brain's in the right frame of mind to, there's the dryer. Sweatpants are done so I can go freeze outside at soccer tonight. Uh, but the idea is we can get that uh, creative juices flow. We can get those creative juices flowing uh, and come back to our work. And that's where I think a lot of times it can be hard to justify that because, you know, like I've got to stay focused on my job. I've got to stay focused on this. But if you force it, it will never be as good as if it comes to you organically. And if you're forcing it, you're trying to get things done on a deadline when these are the projects, as you remember, that don't necessarily have a deadline. I mean, you want to get them done, you want to be doing good work on them, and you want to be moving forward, but they're not necessarily end-all, be-all, got to get it done right now, you know, by tomorrow. These are things that you're trying to be creative, so you want to think about it from all different angles. And thinking about it from all different angles is going to be the topic of part three of this kind of time management discussion. So to wrap this one up, sometimes when we pigeonhole things and a lot time for creativity, that doesn't necessarily work. And, and again, I'll argue that on those kind of projects, you can't just do that very well. And so when you, if you do have like, okay, I've got these two or three hours or this hour here, hour there, to kind of explore that. Don't sit down with a set like I've got to get from point A to point B in this hour. Sit down and say, okay, I'm gonna take this time to think about this project during this hour. And if your brain wanders off somewhere else, obviously you want it to be somewhat productive, not just mindlessly scrolling on YouTube or Instagram. Um, But if you go off and your brain gets in that kind of fun, relaxed mode, then pull yourself back and generally you're going to be in a good frame of mind. Now, 
what's the science behind that, the, the psychology behind that. I'm sure someone out there can fill me in a little bit more on what exactly is going on with the, you know, the neurons and the synapses in your brain firing off and, you know, in that creative mode. That's not, that's not for me to get into. I just know it works. Uh, and I've had good success with that. And hope you guys do too.